I'm John Marvin, your host of Insight, a podcast series dedicated to learning about the challenges and opportunities in the optical and optometric industry. Today, we are very pleased to have as our guest, Ms. Ashley Mills, who is the Chief Executive Officer of the Vision Council. And with Vision Expo just around the corner coming up, we thought this would be a great opportunity to visit with Ms. Mills about that show and, and some of the ways that it is being relevant, relevant, excuse me, relevant to uh, today's industry. Um, would it be okay if I called you Ashley? That would be great. Thank you. <laughs> you bet. And uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for being on today. Thank you for having me. I'm happy <laughs> to get to talk to anyone um, about Vision Expo anytime. Okay, great. And I must say that I, I've got to say I regret not joining you all in San Diego. I understand that was a great conference. It was. We um, we had an incredible week, about um, 400 optical executives, uh, a lot of really great learning and programming and networking and um it was a it was a very energized and dynamic and positive week for the optical industry. That's great. Well, I, I I'm not going to miss another one if I have an opportunity to go. <laughs> so that's great. Um, well, to get started, uh, some of our listeners may not actually kind of know the Ashley Mills story and kind of how you got to be in the position you're in with this very uh, large and influential organization. So. If you would, why don't you just kind of give us a little bit of your background? Certainly. Um, I, uh, I went to college at the University of Maryland. I grew up outside of Philadelphia and um, came down to Maryland because I wanted to study journalism and be near Washington, D.C. And um, as a result, got, a, got my first job in Washington and then my second job in Washington and started to take more of a public affairs and communications path than journalism. I ended up working in several public relations agencies where I was primarily focused on healthcare public relations and uh, pharmaceutical marketing. And so really developed an interest in the healthcare industry. And then um, had the opportunity, interestingly enough, to interview for a director of marketing position here at the Vision Council in 2003. And the, the position was to do marketing for International Vision Expo. And in all honesty, to get to work for an industry that is equal parts healthcare and also fashion and lifestyle and consumer facing, I, I felt like I couldn't really actually believe my good fortune to find it and um, got my start here at the Vision Council working on the expo shows. Um, I left for a few years and worked at different associations and then had the opportunity to come back here two years ago. And I, I have to tell you, I'm very happy to be back and um, just thrilled to be part of this industry again. That's great. You know, again, some of our listeners may not have a full understanding or appreciation for what the Vision Council actually does and what its purpose is. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Certainly. And I'll actually I'll start by saying just how valued and important your members are to the Vision Council and how much they, my members value optometry and opticianry. As a whole, our our association represents over 700 of the member companies who are in the manufacturing and distribution side of the industry. So we are the products. We are the fashion eyewear, the accessories, the lenses, um, the equipment that edges. Uh, where we have low vision and optical labs. And as recently as last week at our executive summit, we've announced that we are opening up an optical retailer division as well. 
but we really represent the industry and the business side of optical. Well, and, and again, most people will probably associate the council with the two uh, expos, East and West, And uh, but you're involved in a lot of other things, aren't you? Uh, yeah, yes, we are. Um, <laughs> so we, uh, we really, our, our mission statement is to promote growth in the optical industry. And so we do that through the shows, um, also, also through our research, advo- our advocacy. We do a lot of consumer outreach um, and partnerships. Um, so through Expo, we're able to fund all of these initiatives. Um, one of our hallmark initiatives that we're very proud of is the Think About Your Eyes campaign which is on the air now on television. Um, and I hope that all of your members have seen the ads at least once by now. We know this initiative is working. It's getting more people to get eye exams. It's driving them in to get their eye exams more frequently and shortening exam cycles. So we know it's working. Um, it's also a great awareness builder reminding the consumer about the importance of their vision in their life. And really this initiative, it's not just ours, certainly we're part of a coalition of supporters in the industry and also the optometric profession. Um, We're partners with the AOA on this and and many, I think up to 41 of the state associations on this as well. It's really, um, it's a beautiful example of our collective impact as an industry and a profession together. In addition to Think About Your Eyes, we are really the optical industry's voice in Washington, D.C., so we do a lot of government and regulatory affairs work on behalf of our members. Our most recent victory um, had to do with something called the Unique Device Identifier, and it threatened to uh, mandate that lenses would have to be labeled. Um, We estimate that by getting exempted from this ruling. We think we're saving our our lens members about $10 million a year in labeling requirements. And we've recently submitted to also get an exemption for prescription frames as well, and hope to get uh, a similar exemption for prescription frames this year. Um, One of the the biggest things that we do um, as a vision council is consumer awareness. And so our communications team is constantly working to promote um, eyewear products and solutions and technologies, everything from the latest fashions to the types of lenses that can provide relief from digital eye strain. We're really, um, we're really, we're, we're really successful on the national level. Um, most recently, we've had some great pieces on the Today Show about digital eye strain, and we've also. Um, one of our most successful initiatives is National Sunglasses Day um, in June, where last year National Sunglasses Day trended number one on Twitter and was on every TV outlet from ESPN to NBC, as well as late night television. It gets bigger every year, and it's really a place where um, all of your members can be involved as well. It's as simple as using a hashtag and and. and and getting on board and really leveraging the day. It's its its my favorite holiday, honestly, <laughs> here. Um, but it's really exciting to see just um, how much the consumers and the media and the industry and the profession all can engage and kind of energize around, um, around eyewear. And then finally, we also have a really robust market research um, department here and um, produce about, oh gosh, we have, tens of thousands of data points and 
uh, are constantly interviewing over 100,000 consumers to understand their buying behavior when it comes to optical products. So um, we have a great team here. We have great volunteer leadership. They're tremendously engaged. And um, again, we're just really working at the national level for the betterment of growing the industry. Well, that's, I appreciate that. Thank you for going through all of that. I, I think certainly I learned a few things while you were uh, outlining some of those campaigns. Um, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back with Ms. Ashley Mills, the CEO of the Vision Council. America, let me tell you about Sergeant Greg Anderson. Served two tours in Afghanistan, Bronze Star and Purple Heart recipient, and unemployed. The unemployment rate among transitioning service members is unacceptably high, much higher than the general population. Veterans are a proven commodity. They're mature, reliable, and hardworking. They deserve a chance to get back to work after serving their country. Do you really want to honor a veteran? Hire one. Welcome back. Today we've got uh, as our guest, we're privileged to have Ashley Mills. She's the chief executive officer of the Vision Council. You might know the Vision Council most for Vision Expos that it hosts and sponsors each year, once in March in New York and referred to as Vision Expo East. And then the other typically in the late summer and September in Las Vegas, Vision Expo West. But as... um, Ashley was just going through a list of things and initiatives that the Vision Council is is working on and and it's been successful with. Uh, I wanted to ask Ashley to kind of follow up about the um, the the vision awareness. The is it uh, care about your eyes? Did you say? Think the think about your eyes. Think about your eyes. Um, If I'm not mistaken, isn't there a way for local optometrists to? Uh, participate in that and kind of bring it into the ground level? Absolutely. Um, so thinkaboutyoureyes.com is our consumer-facing website. It's where um, it's where we direct people through the ad campaign. So the ads are on, on major television networks currently, and they'll run through the first three quarters of this year. We also have social media in play and, and some earned media and public relations on top of all of that, but the thinkaboutyoureyes.com has a doctor locator. So the ads are really direct response and they're driving, they're driving the consumer to make an eye, an eye appointment for an eye exam. And so um, optometrists can um, sign up and pay for a listing. Many are covered um, through Think About Your Eyes through their state optometric association. Um, there are 41 participating leadership states, but um, Please visit the website and see how you can um, get your own listing. We offer multiple listings as well. But um, with that, you would also get some marketing materials, some patient recall materials, and um, information on how you can leverage Think About Your Eyes and the national advertising that patients might be seeing and how you can leverage it to, to get people into your practice. Well, that's great, and we'll certainly encourage people to do that. That's thinkaboutyoureyes.com where you can go and uh, register to participate in that national campaign and and tie in at the local level. I'd like to ask you a little bit about um, how the Vision Council works in with other organizations. You've mentioned industry, of course, but uh, what is the relationship and how do you kind of work hand-in-hand with Jobson? 
Um, well, Jobson is one of several media partners that we work with. Um, really, we we typically approach partnerships as if you've got the content and we've got the need, well, let's work together to come up with a solution. Um, we work really closely with iCare Business as well as as and Envision as many as as well as Jobson. Um, they're both involved in our shows. We're always eager for um, content for our attendees, and we have we, we were constantly working to find different and smarter ways to work with each other. I think each media partner brings a different unique strength. Um, and so we we just we try to work with our partners to leverage their each of their individual strengths. Understand how has social media impacted the way that the Vision Council communicates with its constituencies as well as the, the community consumers at large? Um, <laughs> tremendously. Uh, we're really proud of our social media channels. The Vision social media really focuses primarily on reaching the consumer. Um, so that's where we, you would see information on digital eye strain, different lens technology, eye health messaging, fashion eyewear. That's where you'll see National Sunglasses Day. Then we also have all of the Vision Expo social media properties, and that is a mix of media influencers and um optical professionals more than consumer facing. I see. Well, speaking of expos, I'd like to visit a little bit about um, in today's environment with tremendous amount of change and it seems like the change is just exponentially getting faster and faster and faster. Um, what do you see as the role today for the expos uh, with the optometry and optical professionals? Um, well, expos are, you know, it's an all-encompassing event, so it has it has several roles. Um, we are proud to say that between Vision Expo East and uh, our events educate more optometrists than any other event in the U.S., certainly, and we have over 300 hours of education dedicated to optometry. Um, we've partnered this year to with um, Opticianry to collate co-locate Opticon, the Opticon show, with Vision Expo. And as a result, um, they will be in control of the opticianry education as well as the contact lens fitters education at our show. So education, um, certainly a huge role that Vision Expo plays, even more so by virtue of the fact that all of that education takes place under the umbrella of the largest trade show in eyewear in, in North America. It is, without question, the best place to go if you want to get your education and also see everything that is new in the marketplace. I understand that there are plenty of opportunities to get CE and there are plenty of opportunities to meet with sales reps, but you simply will not see the diversity of product um, and, the, and the new technologies by having sales rep visit after sales rep visit. It, there's a place for that and it's important, but if you want to come and spend a couple days and connect with your friends from school or make, see your friends and um, walk a trade show floor that has absolutely everything optical, um, including new brands and designers that are cropping up every single day, as well as get the best education for you and your practice, There's that's really the role that Vision Expo plays. It, it, in a couple days, 
you can accomplish all of that. And, and also leave completely inspired and energized by the scope and caliber of the industry and in its totality. Well, having attended many of them in the past, I could certainly agree with the inspiration. Um, I do have to admit I'm a little <laughs> worn out after spending such intense time together, but it's always been great. There's a diff- are, I'm sorry? There are long days at Vision Expo. That's right. But- because there's so much to do and they're so busy. <laughs> but, you know, and, and over the years, I've been just impressed with the memories that are created and the relationships that are formed. It's, yeah. it's really amazing. Now, there are two shows, one in New York called East, Vision Expo East, and one in Las Vegas, the West. Um, how would you characterize the differences? Are they basically the same, but just in different geographies, or do they have their own little personality differences? There's a lot there's a lot that's similar. I think the caliber of the two shows is equal. The locations obviously make them different. New York, um, you're not staying on property. You're at meetings all over the city. You have that um, extra kind of international fashion capital edge um, to the show that adds its own kind of blend of excitement. Um, We do more education at while they're comparable, we do more education in Las Vegas. And Las Vegas, um, really, this last show in September 2017 was one of the most successful for our exhibitors because we had such a tremendous increase in high-end and boutique buyers. So it's 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 hard to call one show the, the fashion show and one show the education show. They really offer a little bit of both. Um, what Las Vegas offers really is a nice climate and a very convenient and affordable location with lots of entertainment. And what New York offers is it's the beginning of the year and at the beginning of some buying cycles and um, the energy of New York City. So I think between the two shows, you get the best of best of both worlds. We're talking with Ashley Mills, who is the chief executive officer for the Vision Council. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Optometry Giving Sight is a global charity that funds the establishment of sustainable eye and vision care services so people in underserved communities can help themselves. It's more than just giving sight. It's about transforming lives. By donating, you'll provide funding to train and educate people to become practicing optometrists, as well as establish clinics and vision centers that provide local employment and access to affordable services. Optometry Giving Sight, transforming lives through the gift of vision. Welcome back to Insight Podcast. Our guest today is Ms. Ashley Mills. She is the Chief Executive Officer for the Vision Council. And we have learned a lot today already about all of the various initiatives that the Vision Council is involved with. But uh, probably they're best known for their sponsorship of the Expos, and we had just learned a little bit about those differences. Now, something that's come up recently in terms of the use of technology is a number, and this is in different industries, it isn't just in the optical industry, is the use of what are being called virtual conferences. I'm, I'm curious, as someone who has a long history of being involved in more of a traditional conference, what is your perspective on the use of virtual conferences? 
Um, I think uh, anyone anyone would be foolish to rule out the power of digital and virtual in any um, business model at this point, especially the optical industry. I know it's a place of tremendous growth. Um, I think I think we explored doing a virtual conference a few years ago. I think the challenge will always be that it lacks that personal interaction. It lacks that ability to go to the dinner or walk the floor with a group or be part of um, a big presentation. It, I think that that is one challenge I have yet to see virtual overcome, but certainly providing continuing education and, and showing product is, is certainly possible. I think it, it just still, it, it still lacks that energy and that importance of being present and being part of something bigger, um, such as being at a show. It'd be somewhat like having limiting your relationships to just Facebook, I would imagine. You, you have some interaction with people, but it's just not the same as, like you said, sitting in the hotel bar at the end of a long day <laughs> and enjoying a, a cold beer or something like that. Um, I know that's got to be of a big challenge each year as you begin to plan uh, expos into the future. I'm sure this isn't, you don't plan these on an annual basis. They have to be multi-year basis. But uh, what are some of the things that you guys are considering or, or doing to actually build more value in people attending either or both of the expos? Um, I think it also, that goes back to what we were just discussing truly. I think, um, the value of Expo is just as much the opportunity to build relationships. I think our industry is still, it is so, it is founded on relationships and it is still so reliant on relationships and, and making those contacts and connections. And that's not just from a sales perspective, it's from a mentorship perspective or even a career perspective. And so we're, we're constantly looking at ways to make sure that the show enables as much networking as possible. We're also we're also following trends in retail very, very closely. And we recognize that just as the experience for the consumer when they go into an optical shop is evolving, um, the experience at Expo can evolve as well. So we're happy to be constantly adding enhancements to the on-site experience of being at the show. Um, and really, we've made enhancements to every touch point, including from the moment that people register. Um, you'll see a different experience on the Vision Expo website, and that'll be carried through the entire show. Um, we are 100% continuing to bank on the fact that there is still tremendous opportunity for growth in this industry. And so we continue to um, add new exhibitors every single year and give our attendees a chance to discover someone or, or some products and build a relationship with a company that may not have a, the sales force um, capacity yet to go out and do those visits individually. We think that there's a tremendous opportunity that, that remains with the, with the boutique eyewear um, an independent designer market. We think there's, I mean, just by virtue of how many new exhibitors we sign every year, um, that, that market is alive and growing and thriving. And so really we're continuing to be a platform to see what's new um, 
is something that we'll continue to add to Expo, and we and we continue to add to our education program to make sure that it's relevant for the business needs of today's practice owners. Um, we've added a new session this year with review of optometric business on private equity, um, where you have a partnership with Women's Wear Daily on fashion, um, and so we're we're con we're truly constantly evolving. But really, I, I think experience is experience and providing a platform for everything that's new that is relevant to your business is is really what we're focused on. You know, over the years, one of the things that I've observed, and I'm, I'm frankly very pleased to see, seems like uh, over the, in the past, and I'm talking 10, 15 years ago, the education and information has been largely insular. There was little voices from outside of the industry, and I'm really just very pleased to see more voices from outside the industry, like in the retail industry or the fashion industry, bring mm -hmm. bought to the the education component of expos, because I think that that's really important that this profession not benchmark itself against itself, but benchmark it against world class. And I, uh, I just want to thank you and the organization for making a real effort to do that. I think that adds a lot of value. Well, thank you. We, we couldn't agree more. We think that optical is so much more than optical. It's lifestyle and education and fashion and technology. And um, to the extent that we can be reaching out and bringing more of that in, um, we think it benefits. It benefits the attendees and the education program as much as it benefits our exhibitors. Okay, so Expo East is coming right up March 15th to 18th. Uh, are there any specific things you'd want to make sure people know about to say you certainly don't want to miss this piece of this year's conference? Well, of course, you would never want to miss an expo, uh, <laughs> ever. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm, I'm happy to um, offer free registration to any of your listeners. Um, if you go to our website, Vision Expo East, and um, process your registration, if you use the code TVC, standing for the Vision Council, TVC, we can offer you free registration for the event. Um, so I hope you take us up on that. Um, Absolutely. Thank you. You, you will see um, we've, we've really put a lot into our partnership with Opticon. So there will be a um, dedicated hub on the show floor for our partners there. We have um, new education every, every single session, every single year, of course. We'll be doing a lot of more interactive social media um, on site and really engaging attendees, exhibitors as well as press. We have a lot of um, we have a lot of consumer media interest, bloggers and influencers, and really that for us is less about covering the show and more about raising awareness of the products and fashion trends and eyewear, um, and getting and just all constantly keeping the consumer engaged in what our industry has to offer in terms of fashion and then also solutions and lifestyle solutions. Um, for your eyes. So, um, you know, we have all, of course, all of our exhibitors and um, some exhibitors that haven't been in the show are returning this year. So you'll see even more product than ever. Well, that sounds fantastic. I know I'm registered already and looking forward to being there. And uh, it just besides the fact that you've outlined such a, a wonderful value in the conference itself, it is in New York. And that's always a an enjoyable experience to be able to be in the city for a few days. 
I want to thank you, Ashley, for being our guest today. I'm sure many of our listeners learned several things, I know I did, about the work of the Vision Council that they didn't know. And I know um, I'm planning, like I said, planning to attend Expo East this year, and uh, we will do all that we can to help promote that conference and, and try to increase some registration for you. And thank you for the well, generous offers of the promotion code. Well, thank you. I appreciate that so much and look forward to seeing you in New York. All right. Thank you. This is John Marvin, and I want to thank you for listening today to Insight, a podcast that is about the optical and optometry industry. And our guest has been Miss Ashley Mills, the Chief Executive Officer for Vision Council. If you're not registered, you want to go to the Vision Council website and get registered to attend Vision Expo East. And as Ashley has generously offered, you can use the promotion code TVC to save on the registration for free registration. Well, that's all for today's show. This is John Marvin, and we want to thank you for listening.